Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. I'm Marge Steinhag Fenelon, and I'm delighted that you are here with me today. Let me ask you, how is your Lent going? We're just about a week in, maybe a little more. And I'm wondering, how is your Lent going? Because mine is going, hmm, so-so. Why is that? Because I started out with a bang and ended up really stuck. Are you stuck in Lent? Are you stuck with these strivings that you resolve to do, but then you're realizing, oh, this isn't working very well? Or maybe you think they're really great strivings, but you've completely fallen off the wagon, so to speak. Well, that happened to me this past weekend. So we had a birthday party for a family member, and I had all of these things that I wanted to to give up and restraints I had put on myself in terms of uh, food and drink. And guess what? (laughs) I didn't keep any of my resolutions. And it wasn't even a Sunday because I know in some circles, Sundays are excluded from the Lenten strivings. And I'll get into that on another podcast at some point. In any case, I just completely went off the wall. I, I did not adhere to to my Lenten strivings and all. And at the time, it was great because, hey, it's a birthday party. After the fact, I felt really bad. And not only did I feel bad the day after, but I felt bad for about two days after because I found it really hard to get back on track. Oh, just super hard to get back on track. Well, what do you do? What do you do when you're stuck in Lent? Well, here's what I did, and I'd like to share it with you because I think it'll help you. I think it'll be very helpful for you, as a matter of fact. So what is Lent about? Lent is about change. It's about penitence. It's about coming to the Lord. It's about looking at our own weakness and understanding ourselves better. Well, falling off of my Lenten strivings taught me something very, very important about myself. Some of that I can reveal to you, some of that I can't. It's just a little too personal. But but it, it showed me that I'm not as strong as I thought I was. And it showed me very specifically what are my weaknesses and at what point am I weakest with them. So, for example, the party, the birthday party. You know, everybody's having a good time. They're eating and they're drinking. And I wanted to be part of the fun. I didn't want to be stuck with my Lenten strivings. And and so I let it slide. I kept telling myself, well, it's a birthday party. Well, yeah, it was a birthday party, of course. And and there's no harm letting loose of your, your Lenten strivings for a situation like that where it's a family event. But the getting back on track was so hard for me. And that's where I really learned about myself. I kept thinking, why is it so hard for me to get back on track? I feel like I feel like one of those, you know, in, in the cartoons where the snowball starts rolling down the hill and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until by the time it's at the bottom of the hill, it's this gigantic boulder of snow. I felt like I was stuck in the middle of that snowball, rolling and rolling and rolling and, and building up this big boulder of snow that was prohibiting me from really embracing my Lent again. And, and it took some 
days, really. It took a couple of days for me to really quiet down and do some very serious examination of self. I, I already did examination of conscience. I knew, I knew exactly what I had done uh, wrong, so to speak. But, but examination of self. So why, why am I weak about that particular thing? Why am I weak in that particular circumstance? What happened there? What made me really, I guess, give up, give up on my Lenten striving in that instance? And what made me find it so difficult to pick up again? That really taught me a lot about myself, about how I view myself in relation to others, how I view the, the abstinence and fasting and, and striving that I agreed to do in unison with the church that I agreed to do for Lent. So what is this all about? And it's been a great learning experience for me. What it's all about was that I was, I was feeling sorry for myself, quite frankly. There was, there was some self-pity in there. And I never thought I'd see that in myself, or not, at least not in that kind of situation. I don't, I, I don't do self-pity generally. In fact, rarely. I, don't, I can't even count on one hand the number of times in my whole life where I think I actually fell into self-pity. Now my family might tell you a little different. They might see it a different way. But, but this kind of self-pity where, oh, woe is me. I've chosen these hard things, and it's going to prohibit me from having fun at this party. And then afterward, oh, woe is me. Those are, it's so hard. It's so hard to carry on those strivings and and in a, you know, just it was self-pity is really what it was. It was self-pity. And, and so I had to completely get on my knees, both figuratively and literally, and, and kneel before God and say, wow, I'm a mess. I'm a mess, Lord. I couldn't even carry on. After the party, I couldn't pick up those Lenten strivings even after the party. So why, why did I not think sooner to go to you? Now, you know, I just, I just had the thought that you might think I was, I was talking about um, drinking in terms of, of getting drunk. No, that wasn't that at all. It was just uh, special uh, sweet drinks and things like that. Well, anyway. Um, I just had a, I had to qualify that because I don't want to be labeled as some kind of drunkard because that wasn't the situation at all. It, going to the Lord and saying, I'm a mess and I'm feeling sorry for myself because I'm a mess. I'm feeling sorry for myself because I think, oh, I, I have it so hard and, and I shouldn't have to work so hard. Oh, goodness gracious. That's silly, isn't it? Isn't it ridiculous? And I had to tell myself that. This is ridiculous. You are strong enough with Christ's help. You are absolutely strong enough. You can do this. You should do this. You must do this. Because that's what Lent is all about. It's reaching further than we ever thought we could reach. It's being harsh on ourselves, Not with self-pity. 
but with real resolution to become more Christ-like. We're supposed to not enjoy Lent in the sense that it shouldn't just be a big fa-la-la and everything goes smoothly. There should be some struggle there because it's in the struggle that we get stronger. It's in the struggle that we draw closer to Christ. It's in the struggle that we begin to understand his passion and crucifixion and what that must have cost him and his dear mother. Any suffering that we have here on this earth is so minor compared to what Christ suffered. So minor. You could talk about the physical pain, and you could think, well, there are situations in which a human body had had more pain and suffering, maybe. I, I find that very hard to believe. But more pain and suffering than Christ would have had, did have on the cross. I mean, you could try to rationalize that. But now take that pain, that excruciating pain, and put on top of that the loneliness and the, the agony of the sins of all mankind, the burden of all of our sins placed on his shoulders. And when I was in grade school, the, the, the pastor told us when we were at, at Mass one morning, he told us that from the cross, Christ saw every one of our sins from the moment we were born until the day we died. He saw every... Just think about that. He saw every single one of your sins from the moment you were born until the moment you will die. Every single sin. Now, this is just you and I. We are just two people. Now multiply that by how many people on earth? I don't, honestly, I don't even know. I know someone has an estimate someplace. But you know it's a vast amount of people. All of these sins weighing on on Christ's shoulders, on his heart, on his mind, as he's enduring this physical suffering. Now think about if any other human being has ever suffered as he did. And then we, I, speaking of myself, I I balk at, at having to, having to, <laughs> of having to endure Lenten strivings. It makes it seem so very ridiculous, doesn't it? And add to that the fact that none of our suffering do we endure alone. Christ is with us through every tiny little bit of suffering. He's there even when I'm struggling to keep that resolution of fasting or having smaller portions of food, or giving up this or that kind of food, or this or that kind of drink. He's there. He's there with me. He's in the thick of it with me. And he wants, he wants very much to help me to endure, to grow stronger from this, to grow closer to him. And he wants the same for you. He wants the exact same for you. My friend, don't give up whatever it is you've chosen 
to strive for this Lent. If you're stuck, fine. You're human. You're human. There's no problem being stuck. But don't let it stop there. Don't let stuck turn into defeated. Go to our Lord. Tell him, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I, I cannot carry on. I've, I've completely fallen off my striving. I don't know how to pick up again. I don't even have the, the self-will to pick up again. I'm stuck. I'm stuck, Lord. And I hate this. I hate being stuck like this. Help me out of this. Lift me up out of my mm, stuckness. It's not really a word, but you understand what I'm saying. It, it helped me out of this stuck point and then give me strength and courage and, and joy to pick up again and carry on. And even if it takes a couple of days, so you, so you, you really fall in your striving one day and the next day you think, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm going to keep going again. And, and maybe you fall again, maybe not as bad. And then maybe it's two or maybe it's three days where, where you keep falling. Don't give up. Don't give up at all. Ask our Lord to give you the strength and the wherewithal to pick it up again. You know, Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Well, these Lenten strivings, they're our portion of the cross. And so let's take them up and follow Jesus. Thanks so much for joining me. Listen, please check out my website, margefenelin.com. Please subscribe to my newsletter there. Every week, there's a bit of inspiration to help you grow spiritually. Check out, please, the, the menu items. You can, can buy my books there. You can check into my life coaching possibilities there. And you can also find out how to book me for a speaking engagement. I can come to your parish, your conference, your retreat. I do parish missions. It's all there at margefenelin.com. Please do me a favor also, like and share this podcast so that others can learn more about my ministry of leading the Christ, leading the world to Christ through Mary. My friend, God bless you and keep you in. Hey, happy Lent.